early days, especially for me, like playing footy and stuff, it's very nerve-wracking to get step outside of the box and, and be different from the status quo. And like I wouldn't have, you know, personally wouldn't have all these opportunities if I didn't. So yeah, for me, that definitely means like kind of just putting yourself out there. If you want to post, then post, like stop worrying about what people think. Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. All right, last but not least, we have the owners of 9 to 5 Fitness, Louie and Gabe. They have over 110,000 followers on TikTok. They also have a podcast, and they're going to be talking about the importance of putting yourself out there. Welcome, fellas. Thanks for jumping on. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. It's been a a long process sitting next to Gab listening to all this, but I've enjoyed it for what it's been, and we're ready to get into it. So thank you very much for having us on. For, for those that are, are new to 9 to 5 Fitness, mate, give us a quick little intro on what you guys do because it sounds like you've got programs, coaching, podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We, we started 2019 is just like kind of to try and help young people, especially in the gym and just with fitness in general. And that's kind of morphed into a, a big thing over the last two years. We run a podcast, which is doing pretty well at the moment, it's often charting top 10. And then also we sell programs, apparel, and just give general advice. But for the podcast, for those that potentially want to start a podcast for their business, it seems to be pretty common these days for those to have a, a podcast from a business perspective. They want to you know, share knowledge, but also market at their company. What would be some tips for, for starting a podcast? Yeah, I think like, I don't know if we did it the best way because we just bought in. We spent like four grand on equipment. And you know, the funny thing is I was all like numbers being like, you know, we've got to put this investment down to make this amount of money. And Louis like, Wait, mate, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, that's two grand worth of outlays. How's that going to make any money? I'm like, we're not starting podcasts. We ended up doing it. And it's probably like the most valuable thing our business actually has at this point. So like huge by you, mate. Huge by you. I suppose, yeah, I suppose like just getting onto it. You can't worry too much about like the quality. Your first 50 episodes are going to be painful regardless. Like you're going to be umming and ahhing. You're going to be interjecting when you shouldn't be. And so on, like we're 80 episodes in and still learning, but I wish we started earlier. So like my tip for anyone would be to just get going, even if that's recording it on your phone and having a conversation, you can go from there. Yeah, it's interesting. So it's the most valuable out of them all. What's the, how do you guys sort of measure that? Why do you think it's more important than the other from a marketing point of view for for business? Um, Just because what separates us from like other influencers or businesses or things like that is like, the community that we have, it's just unparalleled. That's reflected through people using our code, through engagement metrics, through anything across all of our accounts. Like even just from like a monetary perspective, we will destroy influencers. We have like millions or hundreds of thousands of followers in terms of conversions for like a brand we believe in because our followers go so hard because of that community, because they're loyal, because they use our code like it's a religion. And I believe that is because... They're listening to 60 minutes of us talk absolute smack for, yeah, every week. Every week, yeah. Uh, And it develops that sense of community and for some reason they like our personalities. So I think like that is what we might only have like however many followers or whatever, but it's the actual quality and the engagement of those followers that is so new. Yeah, 100%. And 
from a like from a mindset point of view, putting yourself out there, what does that mean to you guys from a marketing point of view? Yeah, I suppose like early days, especially for me, like playing footy and stuff, it's very nerve-wracking to get step outside of the box and, and be different from the status quo. And like I wouldn't have, you know, personally wouldn't have all these opportunities if I didn't. So yeah, for me, that definitely means like kind of just putting yourself out there. If you want to post, then post, like stop worrying about what people think. And then once you do that, like we've created such a cool group of friends between Kados, Shepmates and Prime and us, like it's so fun to do and it's so fun when we're all together that like it doesn't really matter so yeah oh, yeah great advice it's the opposite of the, the tall poppy syndrome mindset hey of pulling people down just don't worry about that stuff and get yourself out there yeah absolutely and like there's always going to be that so like how long are you going to wait for it yeah 100 percent. and from a management point of view how is it running a business with a mate you take it well i think louis and i we're not just like mates we're more than that it's like i'm closer to be honest sorry to my brother but i'm closer with louis than my actual brother like it's it's not just a mate it's not like we're at the pub one day having a beer and being like oh mate we should start a podcast and a business like it was a bit more than that i can't <laughs> yeah. like verbalize the kind of depth that our bond goes to we're like we're best mates we're business partners we're brothers we've gone through like everything together We've gone through financial distress, financial success. Like there's a lot that goes into it. So I think just to say like it's just a mate, I I don't know what kind of term to use for it to be fair, but like we've experienced, we've had low points through the business times when we're really not getting on. And then we always come out of that. We really blossom and find the solution. And now expanding the team and you talk about management, we've found this year it's been huge to actually invest that money into bringing the right people into the business because that is the way to grow. You can't do everything yourself. Uh, well said. And you know, having your own business is no easy feat, particularly when you're doing in the fitness industry, which is super competitive. What, what, with what you guys now know, what would you do differently if you were to start your businesses today? Not just from a marketing point of view, but overall as well. I mean, like get on TikTok earlier. I think everyone said that. Like, I mean, the common trend is always like, I wish we started earlier. And I think that's that's anyone. But so, you didn't you yeah. start earlier. Yeah, exactly. You didn't. But if we could go back and change something, maybe that. Other than that, like it's, I wouldn't change anything for, for the world, to be honest. I, I don't really have any crazy tips. And we still don't have it all figured out. Like we're, I still don't consider us successful yet. We're nowhere near where we want to be. So when we are where we want to be, we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on that one, like goal setting, do you guys set daily goals, monthly goals, weekly? Where do you sit with setting goals? Five-year goals? Jeez, mm, we've been a bit slow on it. We probably should goals. do that. We probably yeah. should, to be honest. We're kind of like it's so it's so hectic that we, we kind of just take it day by day, and like every week poses a new obstacle or a new kind of exciting thing. So we just kind of work towards it, I suppose, week by week. We don't really have. I mean, we have kind of monetary goals we want to reach each week, but that's just kind of they're almost prerequisites. And do you guys have separate separate areas of the business that you focus on? In oh, terms of yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do more like the, the operation side of things, so like sending out packages and like handling all that side than Gab does. Well, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. We both have different strengths, but like we also do come together in a lot of it, obviously, for the content. And it's it's hard because like, I don't know, there's such a balance because we're not like influencers, like we're kind of more businessmen than that. So, but at the same time, we also want to try with like getting the audience in as well. So, yeah. And- what about from an online point of view? Like, it, do you find there's more pros to than cons in, in the fitness industry from online 
obviously there's had a big spike since COVID, but now that we're sort of back to normality, where do you think it sort of sits from a financial point of view from how much online products sell compared to face-to-face? Yeah, well, I wouldn't even consider us in the same realm as PTs. We're very much like like we are personalities and if you're inspired by what we do, you can kind of follow the same ways with what we eat, the way we train, that kind of thing. So I'd say it's kind of in a field of its own and people buy more than, I don't know, I'd say in terms of sales volume, like it dominates, but like I, I wouldn't even compare it to face-to-face stuff because it's not really a realm that we're in. And did you guys sort of mimic a model that you saw from either overseas or in Australia or have you sort of gone with the with what works in terms of your business development? I don't I don't think so. I mean, I don't yeah. even remember. There's not one, really anyone in particular we, we've mimicked or we, we've tried to kind of do a blueprint off. There's definitely aspects of our content where it's like we like, you know, what someone's doing in terms of podcasting. We'll try and mimic that from a content perspective, but it's it's kind of little bits from from everywhere. Yeah. And and we've talked about it before with, with the other guests in terms of how much of your week from a content creation point of view is structured and how much is it? spontaneous i'd say like we like to stick to a structure things like the podcast we're very structured with um but things like tiktoks i literally just do it whenever i feel like it or a story i do it whenever i feel like it i think you're pretty similar yeah Matt, mostly similar i've found recently though structuring it when i get a little bit kind of lacking in in kind of what's that motivation yeah motivation and, and so on like it's good to structure it so i've structured that i'm doing a half marathon and i'll be posting on like at least three tiktoks a week and I can get a little bit more traction doing that. Right. Okay. So you think by having a specific area of focus, it, it helps building content creation? I mean, like it's hit and miss. So like for me right now, yes. But, you know, me six months ago, probably not. Like it, it was just spontaneous. Yeah. It's a good comment of one that we haven't probably discussed. No doubt everyone here would at some point feel a bit flat on days where you need to post something and got to come up with something. What are some ways that you guys find a motivation? Do you feed off each other? One's up, one's down and you get each other up or talk us through how from a, when yeah, when your motivation's down, how do you go about staying consistent? Mm, it's a good question. I don't know if I found the answer because like this week there was a few days where I was like, I was feeling real sick and motivation was at an all-time low and I just mm. didn't post anything. And then I felt good a few days after and I posted and the post did better. So I don't know, for me... I'm just not going to force it really. Certainly bounce off, well, I bounce off Gab a fair bit when, it, when I'm lacking motivation. And we do for mo- most posts really, especially anything on nine to five. Like we've got our separate personal accounts and then we come together for nine to five. So yeah, definitely bouncing off each other a fair bit as well. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to unmute everyone. But guys, for those that want to get in contact with either of you individually or as, as, a, as a team, where, where's the best place to find you? Instagram's good. I'm Louis Phillips12. That's Anabolic Gabe. Or you can go to 9to5Fitness, which is on Instagram. Yep. We'll add the links in the show notes, guys. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content, such as a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian of the Collingwood Football Club. What are things that to tie you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, I suppose it is, um, it'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane. And I often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me 
fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their N of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be. And then game changes, yeah, game changes, whatever that might be. And look, it probably keeps me in a job, but that it does drive me insane because yeah. sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes and you know and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary it unravels everything that i've been working with an athlete for yeah yeah another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the prepare like a pro live chat show here's an example with academy member rama davies the strength conditioning coach at the box hill Hawks. Welcome, Rama, to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at, at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, awesome. so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So I'll handle it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent. Thanks, Jack. And, yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was uh, I found it to be really insightful, plenty of gems in there, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my, my question to you was, you spoke a, a, quite a bit about, um, perspective during that chat. Um, and I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or, um, do physically that, um, you wish you either knew or did, um, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it yeah certainly yeah has been massive for me now, and and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is is gratitude. I spend a lot of my mm. time um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts doing a, a journal every day just to be to say what I'm grateful for sort of three things and um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to yeah like reset and and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about you know that there is more to life than football or you know might be whatever as an SNC coach you know if something's you having a hard time um, it can be massive with just yeah opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that in that work bubble um, yeah. so that's that's been huge um i think i wish back then when i was younger i asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things mm -hmm. i think i was a bit single-minded back then and um you know i thought there was one way of doing things and um if i kind of didn't have that fear fear of you know asking a silly question or fear of judgment it would have got me a lot further and i probably would have learned a lot quicker um and yeah. and yeah, like just yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review or even share with your mates. The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest, 
or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.